The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patra, and it's a very, very special day because it's a weekday, and I'm joined by Miles. Uh, this is this is unusual. Usually, our listeners are uh, used to hearing you on the weekends when they're you know most likely hungover on that Sunday morning, getting all that good knowledge for you where they can't do any of the research, and then you come right in, Miles, and save the day with Andrew and. Uh, now they get the joy of hearing you on this big 11-game card. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I was just watching the <clears throat> New Orleans and Trailblazers game. That was pretty good to see uh, Zion Williamson out there just blowing past Whiteside like he's standing still. <laughs> yeah, he's having a great game. And, uh, you know, we should just touch on Coach, actually. I believe touched on him a little bit during his show uh, with Ingram possibly being ruled out, and he was. So the massive usage going getting funneled right to him. Good sign to see. Great game for DFS. But Coach is actually, under, again, as you guys probably heard, a little under the weather. So he's taking the night off, and Miles was kind enough to jump on last minute out of the wind. Uh, you know, and it's mostly just because I, I figured you guys probably didn't want to just hear me go on for 11 games solo. So uh, thanks, Miles. Appreciate you jumping on. Uh, you know, it's it's a big card. We're going to cruise through it, though. It, it, you know, a lot of games, a lot of players. We're just going to brush right over. Again, when it's an 11-game card, uh, you never want to keep that many players in your player pool. You're going to try to trim that fat very quickly. So we're, that's what we're helping you to do. We're going to be that shell lineup build, get you guys going as the day progresses, as the news breaks, you're adjusting, you're making that shell a little bit better. And then after that, if you're building multiple entries, you're branching off that shell, swapping in different players, whether it's value or studs, accordingly. So, uh, you know, how, how are you doing tonight, though, Miles? Did you play any lineups? Yeah, I played a few. Um, so far, they're doing all right. They're in the money, but... Uh, Still have the Rockets and uh, Celtics game to go here, so we'll see how that goes because I don't have a ton of exposure to it. So we'll see if I get pushed out later on or not. I'm hoping not, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I kind of did two different forms of my lineups on both. I played a little FanDuel and DraftKings tonight, so uh, Westbrook and Lillard were very similar to the price. So in the lineups that I had Lillard, I did not have Westbrook. Um, in the lineups I had Westbrook, I did not have Lillard. So I still have some juice left. I played a little Hayward. That's not looking too great right now, though. Um, I got a good amount of Whiteside. I got a good amount of Zion. Had some decent value. But uh, I'm, in, I'm in the money. It's not looking like I'm going to be cashing out, you know, as I always say, paying off the student loans or anything tonight. But uh, so far, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll take finishing the green. That's, that's always a net positive, especially if you're a GPP kind of player. Exactly. You just like to see the a few dollar signs to make sure that you're uh, going to be at least breaking even. That's it. Even if you're close to breaking, if you take that, because at the end of the day, when you're playing these GPPs, you're looking to finish in that top, you know, 5%, get one of those big wins. But uh, before we go any further, just a quick shout out to our presenting sponsors, mybookie.ag. These guys have been awesome with us since the start of the season now, it feels like. And, uh, you know, check them out if you haven't. Use promo code today. That's T-O-D-A-Y. And they'll give you a 50% match up on up to $2,000 of your deposit. So if you deposit two grand, they give you a free thousand dollars to play with. And yes, uh, you know football season's over. XFL is here though. Uh, we got the NBA season getting in full swing. All Star Week is approaching. MLB season, pitchers and catchers right around the corner. So we got everything juicing up right now. Check them out, guys. Use that promo code. That's today. T O D A Y. Uh, and as you know, we have the IV in us. We have 
the the coffee always flowing. Maybe not you, Miles. We're still working on that. Uh, but we gotta we gotta give a quick shout out to Wine Isles. So they're just absolutely splendid over there. These guys do their thing. Uh, they keep me going every single morning. I'm like a three cups a day kind of guy, and it's between the you know the Keurig and the Yeti and the Hawaiian Isles. The three the three part combo keeps my life going. So uh, check them out HawaiianIsles.com, or you can just go over there on uh, Amazon. Just search Hawaiian Isles Cone Coffee, and you will find them. It's easy. It ships right to your door. All right, buddy. So we got seven or eleven games to break down. So first game, uh, seven Eastern Standard Time. We have Detroit. Going against Orlando, so Orlando's going to be the home team here. Uh, for Orlando, as far as injuries, just the usual bodies out. Al Farouk, Aminu, DJ Augustine, uh, Jonathan Isaac, all out. And then looking over there at Detroit, it looks like we're dealing with just uh, the same guys over there. We got uh, Blake Griffin, Luke Kennard, Derek Rose looks like he's going to be probable. Uh, Bruce Brown's going to be available. And then, you know, Jordan Bone it will be out. Kyrie Thomas still out. So... Uh, anybody standing out for you immediately on this game? We have 11 games to get to. This game doesn't pop off the page as something too special to me, but maybe you see something. Yeah, no, I don't think there's anything that's like exploding off the page or anything, but uh, I'm just surprised that Derrick Rose is going to come back. I thought they would just hold him out for the All-Star break when you think they'd do that just to keep him healthy. Yeah, I mean, at, at this point, they're not really playing for much. They kind of already started halfway selling the team by getting rid of Drummond. So, um, yeah, I would I would imagine. I still can't get over that. Uh, yeah, that was an awful trade. Uh, you know, that's just the typical Pistons front office thing. I mean, this is the same front office that traded away uh, a great second-round pick in Chris Middleton, a great second-round pick in Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, you know, they just get rid of their assets. That's, that's their motto, I guess. Uh, but... No, I'm I'm surprised as well. I thought, you know, just at this point, any guy that's a veteran or has a prevalent or even a minor injury, you imagine would just sit out to the All-Star break just to get that extra rest. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, looking at this game, not too crazy about it. Uh, I'm not on Christian Wood this game just because he's going against that tough defense of the Orlando front court. Um, I might have a bit of interest in Vooch at 9K. But even then, actually, uh, Christian Wood's been playing some pretty good defense, and uh, he uh, contained Randall very well uh, when they played against the Knicks. So, yeah, overall, not a game that I'm going to be going to a bunch. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I don't think it's – I don't mind Christian Wood. Maybe if I want to take a tournament flyer here and there just because his upside, you know, looking at that last game, limited minutes, uh, took a trip to the locker room at one point, very, very low-scoring game. So I'm kind of just, you know, throwing that out of the window as far as, you know, a game track, game log. Kind of thing, but you said it. It's not a great matchup. It's not something I expect to be a very high-scoring game, so uh, not going to get overexposed to him. And not really interested in anybody in Orlando. I, I don't mind Vucevic, like you said. I just think that they'll have better options as we go on, uh, especially at center. Center's always loaded. All right, move on to the next we, game. Yes, sir. We're going to keep going. Another 7 Eastern Standard Time game. Atlanta Hawks traveling to Cleveland to take on the Cavs. Uh, this one has a little bit more fantasy juiciness. As far as uh, the Hawks' injuries, DeAndre Bembry is questionable. Clint Capella is still going to be rolled out, not expected to be back until after the All-Star break. Uh, DeAndre Hunter is probable. Scal Labrissier is out. And Cam Reddish is, as you know, playing again. So, uh, you know, no no real major injuries that are going to impact anything as far as this, this Atlanta Hawks team that we're used to because uh, we yet to see Capella suit up for him. And then looking over there on the Cavaliers' side of the ball, a uh, big injury to notice is Kevin Love's questionable, dealing with right Achilles soreness. So anytime we hear that now after that whole Kevin Durant incident, we just imagine that teams are shell-shocked anytime guys dealing with Achilles soreness. I would assume he rests. 
Uh, we shall see. That's the only major injury to worry about over there. Ante Zizic, I guess, kind of, uh, kind of impacts that front court a little bit. So he's also ruled out. Anybody standing out to you on either side of the ball that you like? Um, in this matchup here, I like Trey Young a bunch just because he's going against that uh, weak front court that uh, or, or back court that um, coach was talking about that all today in his uh, podcast about how terrible they are, how inexperienced they are, and they just don't seem to get after the ball. So Trey Young here, 10K, we know he can pay off that price tag, no problem. The other guy I like here is Andre Drummond. I I mean they did bring in a bunch of big uh, centers and stuff to help beef up the. Atlanta Hawks uh, front court, but we know that Clint Capella's out. Um, so, I mean, he's going to have to deal with just John Collins and Dwayne Denman, and I, it's it's Andre Drummond. He can handle pretty much anybody else in the NBA, so why not uh, throw him in in this game? But besides that, I mean, maybe even Colin Sexton, just because he's going against also poor backcourt defense. And then besides that, I don't have a ton much more else to say just because, like I said, don't have notes yet. So if there's any players that you like a lot in this game, let me hear about it. Uh, I'm with you. I think Trey Young's a fantastic play. Coach always touches on that. The backcourt for uh, Cleveland is they're horrendous. I mean, Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, those aren't two guys that can really stop anybody. Uh, he put up over 63 DraftKings points in the first time these teams face. So I have no issues paying that 10 point price tag. Collins a little bit priced up, probably won't get there. Not looking at really any of the other ancillary pieces. Uh, you know, I could see you using a little bit of Dwayne Dedman, um, especially, you know, if Kevin Love sits, they'll probably still roll out uh, Larry Nance in the front court playing pretty big. So in that case, I expect Dedman to see decent run, um, decent value play. I'm not going to go overboard on it, but Trey Young's my major, my major play looking over there in Atlanta. And then this is a fantastic spot for Drummond. Uh, he's the reason why I probably won't get to any Vucevic, 9,400, great price tag, played 28 minutes in his debut with Cleveland, but that was an absolute blowout. Still played good minutes, um, you know, still put up a good game, 47.5 DK points. I expect him to be able to just crush this Atlanta Hawks team, especially the one that uh, potentially almost traded for him and then didn't put together a package that was good enough to entice, uh, uh, I guess it wasn't better than Brandon <laughs> Brandon Knight and John Henson in the second rounder. So uh, that's what that is. So I imagine maybe he's a little upset about that. He wants to show up and see, hey, this is what you guys missed. Um, but that's probably, I mean, I can see Sexton. He's a little bit priced down compared to where he's been. Great matchup. Uh, played pretty well in the first time these teams plays 38 DK points. Kevin Love sits. You know he's going to get added usage, a few extra shot attempts. So uh, I'll, I'll limit it to just that one hawk with probably Trey Young. And I think Cleveland's wide open. You can look at Drummond. You can look at Nance if Love sits. And then you can look at Sexton, all three of those guys. Yeah, like the analysis I was going to say, I was going to ask you if you are going to play any Nance if he was starting. But you covered that. So I think on to the next Absolutely. Next game, Washington Wizards traveling to New York, taking on the Knicks in the Garden, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time game. As far as injuries go, uh, you know, couple, a couple that are probably worth noting. We'll start with the, the Knicks over here. Uh, you know, we have Mo Harkless. He's probable. Mitchell Robinson, probable. So both those guys are going to be in. Uh, Damian Dotson's probable. Uh, only major ones over there. And the Wizards, uh, they were kind enough to not submit their injury report yet. So uh, we're going to have to kind of keep an eye on what's going on over there as far as Washington. Uh, but, I mean, Thomas Bryant is a big one that we know is still out. John Wall obviously is still out. So I, th- I think as far as that, they're pretty healthy. They got most of their bodies back. Wagner's been playing decent minutes. His team played tonight. They looked pretty healthy. So uh, anybody standing out to you in far- as far as this game? 
Yeah, in this game, the guys I'm looking at, again, are probably be going down to uh, Rui Hachimura. As long as he's not going to have any restrictions on his minutes, I like the way he's been playing lately. And, I mean, he really got after the ball tonight, had 36.5 fantasy points. I played him a bunch tonight, so I would go back to him. Uh, the other guy on this side of the ball, I mean, we always got to talk about Bradley Beal going against another poor defense here. Uh, and he, we know what he can do. Uh, his game tonight was, you know, he got pretty much that 5x value. We always hope for a bit more than that. Um, and we know he can do it. Uh, the other guy I'd have some interest here is uh, Julius Randle, 8,600. Um, <clears throat> with the departure of uh, Morris there, his uh, usage has gone up a bunch. And this uh, front court, they have, are still kind of, I feel like, working, you know, figuring stuff out here because they've all just kind of came back from the injuries. And this is like maybe their fourth or fifth game again you know playing with each other so i think he can you know take advantage of that um and then i also like alfred payton uh he's just been playing pretty great of late i mean last game he did have a bit of a down game and the only reason that he was able to get to where he was is because they went into two overtimes but uh i think he can bounce back here and do well against this extremely poor defense of the washington wizards otherwise that's all i got it's a good breakdown, brother. I like it. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, this is this is going to be another very juicy game. We love when we see like this is kind of like the Hawks and Cavs, just two poor teams going against each other. Uh, both teams play very little defense. The Wizards pretty uh, play pretty up in pace as well. So, um, you know, I have a moderate interest in Beal. Probably won't land there at 9,600. Wouldn't be shocked if he goes off for 60. A lot of guys kind of step it up whenever they come to Madison Square Garden. Uh, you know, everybody hates the team and the ownership, but people like playing in the garden. It's just one of those things. So, uh, Rui, absolutely crushed tonight. I have no problem going with him on the back-to-back. We know that these Knicks uh, tend to play a little bit bigger, so I expect a lot of these bigs like Rui and Wagner to get pretty pretty solid usage, pretty solid minutes. So I like both those guys, and I don't mind looking at Ish Smith. He's going to continue to play point, continue to play at least in the high 20s. 4800 is a fair price tag. So I have a lot of interest. Um, you know, I'll probably mix and match. I, I feel a little bit safer with the front court options. Um you know, we'll get to some of the other games where have some better value. And as far as the Knicks, uh, Randall's absolutely crushing. It's hard not to like him in this matchup. I, I, I struggle with paying that 8600 I like to spend my money elsewhere. I kind of like, you know, prefer to spend down at the possible triple-double with Alfred Payton or something like that. But those are the only two guys I'm looking at. I'm not really going anywhere else in here. Uh, not until maybe I start to see R.J. Barrett start to play bigger minutes other than the 21 he played in the last game. Then maybe we can start to look at him if he's going to be below 5K. Yeah, I touched on that last time. Is that every other player besides Randall and Peyton? It's kind of a crapshoot to see how many minutes they're actually going to reach. Yeah, it's not anything ever. Like, Eleven games on the slate. We don't need to touch on that. Exactly. All right, moving on to the next motor and man. I love it. Uh, so next game we have the Milwaukee Bucks traveling to Indiana to take on the Pacers. Uh, definitely some major injuries to monitor in this one. Giannis is still away from the team with personal reasons, so he's going to be out. George Hill, Kyle Korver, both out. And then we have to look over on the Pacers side. Only player that's going to be out is uh, Naz Long, and he's in the G League. So no real news on the on the Pacers side, but uh, anytime Giannis is out, we kind of know the implications of that and what that looks like. So tell me how you're attacking this game. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was always the Chris Middleton uh, blood so stacked, but they have priced both those guys up because they knew that Giannis was going to be out most likely with uh, the birth of his son. So I do have interest there. I just don't like Middleton's price tag at 8800 
I mean, he can pay it off. We know that, but it's just they've definitely, you know, made it a little bit less enticing to play him. Um, I do have interest, though, on the other side of the ball, if, uh, Malcolm Brogdon at 6,700. 6, I think he can pay that off no problem. Uh, and then I'm also going to take a look here, possibly, at... Um, Checking the back-to-back? Yeah, I'm just going down here. <laughs> yeah, I also like uh, Victor Oladipo at 4,800. Uh, his minutes have been ramping up a bit here. He still has yet to have that game where he's just connecting with all his shots because he's still struggling with that a bunch. I mean, let's see. It looks like, yeah, the most shots he's made in a game is five. And uh, so it's not the best, but, you know, he's going to figure out here eventually. This is the seventh game for him. Uh, so hopefully, you know, seventh game is lucky for him. But, yeah, I'd say I like that. Besides that, I'm there's some players here that I'm, I have some interest in, but I don't know if I'd be 100%, you know, playing them or not, and I'd probably have to do further analysis. So, I mean, I'm sure you've looked into this game a bit. Let's uh, hear your thought. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously we have to look at the major guys from Milwaukee with all them out. Yes, they're priced up. I still don't mind, uh, you know, looking at one of those two guys. You know, they're well worth the price tag with the usage that they both get. Uh, you know, with, with Giannis Howe, obviously Bledsoe being a little bit priced down. Uh, a little easier to fit, but I still have a ton of interest in Ilya Sova as well. He should start. This is a matchup where they're going to have to play big, so I expect him to see at least high 20s to maybe low 30s minutes. Uh, 4800 I think he's a solid price tag. I can see him grabbing a double-double in this one, especially because knowing Brook Lopez plays a little bit further away from the basket, stretches the floor. Uh, and then looking over on the Indiana side, I think I'll just, I'll look at Oladipo, knowing that they're not playing on a back-to-back. I don't believe they play again until Friday. They play the Knicks on Friday, I believe. So uh, he's definitely in play. All right. Um, the only thing is that I'd only worry about uh, Ilyasova just a little bit just because of the front court they're going against, but I guess he is also a guy will, uh, who can space the floor a bit himself, so maybe yeah. not the worst issue. But um, Well, he'll get more of Sabonis anyway, and Sabonis isn't yeah. anything that really kind of steered. Turner's great defensively. Yes. Uh, great shot blocker, but that's going to be dealing with Brooke Lopez, the other seven-footer over there. So I expect Elias Silver to get mostly Sabonis. And Sabonis is one of those offensive-minded guys. I don't expect him to really stop him. And Ilya Silva is kind of one of those garbage-type, uh, pick up the scrappy points kind of guys where a lot of his is you know you know post up isolation kind of plays. It's you know transition baskets, put back rebounds, offensive guy you know rebounds, taking charges. He does all the little dirty work, so he kind of just ends up racking it up in a in a slow uh, monotonous way. Yeah. All right. Well, I like your calls there. Uh, is that all you got on this game? Uh, that's it. I mean, I don't mind a little Dante Divincenzo as well at forty five hundred. Uh, Expects a pretty solid usage and extra minutes for him. So, yeah, but other than that, that's pretty much all I got. I think I'm ready to move on. Uh, next game, Toronto Raptors traveling to Brooklyn. Uh, take on the Nets. So, uh, as far as the Nets go, uh, Kyrie Irving still out. You know, no timetable firmly given yet for him. We'll probably find something out during the All-Star break. And then as far as the Raptors go, Serge Ibaka is questionable. He was dealing with an illness in the last one that he sat out. Marcus Saul still ruled out. Norman Powell still ruled out. Other than that. Uh, nothing really else that's too implicating. Kyle Lowry is back in the lineup. So, anybody standing out for you in this one? Yeah, I like uh, Karis Levert here. I mean, they priced him down because he did have a poor performance out against Indiana. But, I mean, just two games ago when he played Toronto, he had 51.5 fantasy points. 
Um, and he has been playing a lot better since they've inserted him into that starting lineup uh, about time because uh, I had him in a bunch of, well, not a bunch, but I had him in a few spots in my season-long leagues, held him for a whole whack ton of time, and then finally gave up on him. And, of course, now here he is uh, going bananas. Uh, and then... <clears throat> I, hold on, I, I got to stop you because I, I, I you know, I, I love how polite you are. Uh, you know, normally, like, I got to catch myself from swearing. I coach slips up here and there. And you drop a whack, a whack ton of, uh, you know, a whack ton of leagues, and someone's going bananas. Uh, I, you know, I, I think, I think you just, you know, you're very, you're very, you're a gentleman. There's no other way to say it. You're a gentleman. Yeah, well, I try to filter as much as I can. <laughs> uh, and, yep. <laughs> I, I, I think, I think it's, it's worth noting. Because uh, we drop some bombs here once in a while. <laughs> I come by honestly. My dad does not like swearing in the household, so that's kind of I think where that came from. But I mean, if I'm playing video games, that kind of goes right out the window. Oh, dude, one twelve-year-old saying the wrong thing to me, and it's you know, uh, I, I got the neighbors listening in, so I, I'm with you. <laughs> I, I I I can't last long. Uh, you know, sometimes I think I'm, I think I'm good at some of these games, and the next thing you know. Uh, there's some 13 year old kid from Idaho just you know cussing at me, telling me I'm uh, he's my daddy and uh, I'm ready to throw my controller against the wall. Yep, no, it's uh, it can be very <laughs> aggravating. Yes, I lose my temper easily on those as well. All right. uh, um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you with that one. I, I got on a little tangent. Get back, to, get back to what you were doing. My fault. No worries, no worries. Um, besides that, let's see here. Spencer Dinwiddie's always in play as well. Uh, he hasn't been shooting the ball. Well, actually, well, never mind. He has came back and shot the ball a bit better the last two games. But before that, he was struggling there. Um, so, yeah, 7,800, I think he's in play. I mean, he is going against a tougher defensive backcourt here. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, Serge Ibaka, 6,300. If he is, you know, ruled in, I think he's definitely in play. He did struggle out against him last time but maybe he was coming down with that cold possibly um and we always like target centers going against uh this uh front court so you know, six three hundred easily he can pay that off we know that and then otherwise um i mean i might have a bit of interest in uh terrence davis uh he did have a pretty bad game out last time but uh we could uh, see him bounce back here. Uh, he should be still getting a decent amount of run with uh, Norm Powell being out. Well, the word around town is you're the Terrence Day- Davis whisper. So, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's from, from what I'm hearing from your from the weekend. So I got to trust you on this one then. Uh, I, he wasn't really on my radar. Uh, just I, I with look with Lowry being back in the lineup, it's just kind of eating back into it. I liked him a lot more when he when we knew he was sitting. Stephanie should still get some solid usage and. It'd definitely be a good viable GPP play because a lot of people are going to game log watch, and we always say don't do that. You know that's a big no-no. Uh, you know, forget yesterday, worry about tonight because if you just see that, I wouldn't expect him to play that 15 minutes again. I would definitely expect more than that. Yeah, I think the reason that he got the kind of the bump down in minutes is because uh, Ananobi was uh, having himself an awesome game, so they kind of just let him run wild. Yeah, and uh, you know if if Ibaka's out, I think we could also take a nice look at like Rondé Hollis Jefferson. He started, played thirty three or thirty four minutes in that last one, going against his former team here. Uh, only forty four hundred power forward eligible, so I wouldn't mind looking at him if he's starting again. If he's coming off the bench, I'll probably leave him there. Uh, and we might have to see a little bit more Boucher. I'm not gonna you know tournament only uh, GPP kind of guy, high high risk, high reward kind of thing. 
But, uh, you know, knowing DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen, two big guys, they're not going to be able to get away with Ronda Hollis Jefferson against them this whole time if Ibaka's out. Yeah, I like that call for sure. I had him last time and uh, burned me a bit because they end up starting uh, Ronda Hollis Jefferson. I kind of thought they were going to hopefully go with Christian, and they did not. So. A little bit of a, you know, a little bit stung their stuff from that, but uh, yeah, I don't mind that call. I like Levert too. I, I, I would much prefer Levert over Dinwiddie, especially with the little price decrease. He's played very good against uh, uh, Toronto this year. I think he's averaging about thirty-three DK points in only twenty-four minutes. So, uh, you know, price that out, give him about thirty minutes. We're looking at over forty DK points uh, compared to his average. So that that's probably it. I won't go much further than that. Alrighty, on to the next. Yeah, man, we're cruising. We're uh, what is this? Our sixth. We're on the sixth game already. So, Charlotte Hornets traveling to Minnesota, taking on the Timberwolves. Uh, as far as injuries are concerned, with this game, uh, Charlotte's dealing with Kobe Simmons or Kobe Kobe Simmons combined. Yeah, Kobe Simmons still out. I'm sorry, and then Cody Martin uh, still dealing with the concussion symptoms. So we should see PJ Washington draw another start. And then for Minnesota, Marty Spellman's rolled out. Evan Turner's not with the team. Uh, and that's pretty much it as far as Minnesota's concerned. So anybody standing out to you right away? Uh, the big guy at the top there, uh, Carl Anthony Towns, going against this week uh, front court of Charlotte. I like him. Um, 10-5, that's a pretty fair price tag for him, usually kind of what we see him around. And, you know, we know he can go out there and get you that uh, 60 to 70 fantasy points in a night. So, I mean, I think this is a good spot for him. Uh, and then looking else on this side of the ball still, let's see. I would have some interest still in uh, Malik Beasley at 4,700. Uh, since he's come into the Timberwolves uh, <clears throat> team here, he's been getting the start. Uh, he's had 29 and 32 minutes, so that's a healthy dose of that. And, I mean, in the first game here against the Clippers, he had 48 fantasy points. He went out there and just had his way with them, which is very odd because not many people do that with the Clippers. Um and, I mean, I still always have interest in uh, D'Angelo Russell, A300. Don't know if I'll get there much, but, um, you know, it's a great spot. So I don't mind him. But uh, besides that, hopping to the other side of the ball. I am... Hmm, I don't know. I'm not crazy about much on the other side of the ball right now. What about you? Yeah, you're not going to find much for over there, I don't think. I mean, uh, Devontae Graham's pretty fair price, 7400 I don't think we're getting much of a discount there. Uh, a slight discount, Terry Rozier. He's probably the one guy I'd consider. Maybe P.J. Washington if you're looking for some value. Uh, but I, I, I don't, you know, it's going to be tough for me getting over there. Uh, I do like Towns, 10-5. Great matchup. We know that Charlotte's pretty poor against opposing front courts. They've been getting dominated all season long. Only thing I run into is at that point, you know, he's very similar price to Trey Young. So I have to decide between those guys. And then I have to also look at the point per dollar standpoint. Look at Drummond. He's $1,100 cheaper. Uh, and that kind of runs into that wall, too. So I'll probably have modest shares of him. Not going to go overboard. Uh, don't mind Russell. I expect him to take more than 12 shot attempts. He's going to get more adequate in this offense. First game in there. Basically landed off the plane, suited up, jumped on. So. Uh, I would expect him to kind of see a little bit of a bigger workload going forward as he gets a little bit more familiar with this team. And uh, the other, you know, the other value guy I don't mind looking at would be Hernan Gomez. Uh, Wancho has been playing some solid minutes since he's been over there. Uh, you know, 27, 26 minutes, put up the same amount of points in both games, 23.25 DK points, solid 5x value at 3,900. So uh, that's probably about it for me. Uh, you know, the Beasley train has been has been nice. You know, it's been it's been going pretty steady. Um, 
don't mind looking at him, but I'd probably rather go with a guy like Hernan Gomez as my value play on that side. No worries. I say, is uh, are Willie and Wancho are they uh, are they brothers or not? Oh yeah, they're uh, they're for sure brothers. I believe they're twins. Alrighty. Okay. So yeah, okay, they they do look very similar. Only difference is one of them plays, one of them doesn't right now, and that's no fault to Willie. Uh, Willie's very yeah. good. I say, not quite as similar as looking as the Martin brothers on uh, Charlotte, but you got similar features. <laughs> <laughs> we have five games left, so just you know at that halfway point, so. Uh, before we go any further, just another quick shout-out to our presenting sponsor, MyBookie.ag. Check them out. Use promo code TODAY, T-O-D-A-Y, for a 50% match on up to $2,000 of your deposit. Uh, check them out. Get some free money. Have some fun. You know, challenge your friends. Challenge your coworkers. Bragging. Bragging rights are priceless. So check them out. And then also, before you prepare any lineups in the morning, make sure you guys have Hawaiian Isles in your cup. If it's not in your cup, make sure it's in your IV. Make sure it's in how, uh, however you get it in your system. Now, I don't I don't care if you're out here just eating grinds. Do what you got to do. The stuff's fantastic. It gives me the energy I need to basically power through these long days. Multiple jobs, multiple articles, multiple podcasts, doing a little bit of everything, and they keep me going. So shout out to them. They're fantastic. Check them out at HawaiianIsles.com, or you can just go on Amazon and get Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. So let's keep going, man. 8 o'clock games now. We have... Portland, uh, Trailblazers traveling to Memphis. Portland's on the second half of back-to-back play tonight. Kind of got a little bit of blowout uh, going against New Orleans. They came in there fresh, uh, fresh Zion off of game's rest. And they're going, uh, like I said, taking on the Grizzlies. So uh, as far as injuries are concerned, we're going to probably have to wait a little bit to get a more updated approach or updated lineup from this Portland team. We're not going to quite have that yet. Uh, so as far as the, the Grizzlies go, no major injuries. Justice Winslow is still dealing with his back injury. We know he's going to be out for a while, and Grayson Allen's out. So as far as we know, I think everyone's going to be good to go for Portland. So anybody interested? We got him. There it is. <laughs> yeah, and he's not even uh, he likes barking at people outside. He's uh, he's barking at uh, my girlfriend to give him the ball. <laughs> he, he, I, I Listen, I think he likes Portland. I think he likes him. I think he likes him after this blowout in the second half of a back-to-back. Uh, so that's that's the sign right there, man. Yeah, that's. Uh, I guess that is the sign here. Uh, is any, anybody um, standing out for you? Yeah, I'm just taking a quick glance here. Um, I'm trying to think. Let's see. Um, I mean. You can't really fade Damian Lillard much here. I mean, he did not have the best game tonight, but, um, you know, he can bounce back. Uh, this isn't, you know, a team that's, you know, I'd say crazy for defensive-wise. But And there are all other things, too. This is going to be a great pace-up game here with uh, Grizzlies. They're, I think they're still in the top five, are they not? Uh, I have not checked yet, but I, they've been top – they've been, like, top eight, eight, seven, eight, nine, like, all season long. Uh, pretty poor defensively all around, you know, especially at point guard. So Lillard definitely has a positive matchup. John Morant hasn't been able to do much on the defense for as good as he's been overall. Yeah. Um, and that's our thing too. I actually mentioned here is that uh, John Morant's been priced up a whole bunch here because of his last performance. And I don't think I'll be willing to pay that price tag. I like him when he's more, you know, at the maybe high sixes, mid sixes price tag is where I like him to be priced at. Um, I mean, he, can go out there and do stuff, but I don't expect him to go back out there and get another 60 fantasy points. Um, otherwise, uh, I, I like CJ McCollum. 
for the reasons we just mentioned earlier with Damian Lillard as well, is just that he's another guy who can benefit from a game where they're just going to be running down the floor and uh, taking shots. If, and if he's hitting those three-pointers, he can easily pray off that price tag. He is a bit more, I mean, sometimes we see him, you know, in the low six, mid six, but uh, I still think 6,800 is a fair price tag for him here. And then besides that, um, I think I'm going to throw it over to you and let you see what you got for this side of, or the what you got for this game. I mean, yeah, I expect this one to be a very competitive game. Memphis has been excellent at home this season. Uh, they're a very gritty team, and especially on their home court. So I expect Portland to want to bounce back uh, after that you know, disappointing loss tonight to the Pelicans. Damian Lillard being fired up over the past week, mentioning them being in the playoff race and how every win and loss matters so much to them at this point. So I don't expect any of these guys to really be limited uh, you know, all too much, especially knowing that a couple of them were limited tonight. So I don't, I don't mind looking at a guy like Lillard at 10-2. He's priced up. Uh, but expect him to have a nice bounce back game. Whiteside would be the other guy I look at. Obviously, I'm always on Whiteside. He's a guy that's always on my radar. It's just nice and steady. He only played 27 minutes tonight. Was able to put up 17 and 14. Uh, you know, I expect those games basically on the regular if he's playing at least a high 20 minutes. Joe Val doesn't really scare me off. So, uh, you know, those are my primary options. Ariza is always a value play that when he fits, he fits. I don't mind looking at him. 4,500, solid matchup for him. So that's probably where I'll be. It'll be Whiteside, Lillard, uh, Ariza on the Portland side of the ball for me in my player pool. And then looking at the other side of the ball, I'm not going to pay that price tag for Morant. I'm kind of with you. Joe Val at 73, don't really mind him. Uh, probably won't go overboard on him. We already touched on a lot of other centers that we're going to be spending up on, so I don't know if I'll end up getting him. He ends up falling in that mid-tier price because you know he's got that boom bust, more of a GPP play than a cash play because he's basically either crushing value or he's just getting a, you know around that 4.5 to 5x, which isn't enough for any tournaments. Uh, but other than that, I'm not, I'm not going to be going with much here. I'm not going to be playing you know too much uh, you know, Jaron Jackson or Dylan Brooks. Uh, you know, If you want to take the shot on DeAnthony Melton, 4,100, not a bad idea, but they just haven't been given. We expected more minutes after all these bodies left. They just haven't been giving it to them, so I don't expect it to come anytime soon. Yeah, I like your breakdown there. and I, I was Because uh, I was looking at Danthe Mount in the last few games, too. and uh, I mean, the first kind of games there, you know, he got 28 that one game. That was great. And then the next one, yeah, he got 23, and then he just got 21. And even then, he still uh, just hasn't actually been performing that well in those uh, minutes. Um and then, yeah, your breakdown of everything else I agree with. And, yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. is a guy that can pop off, but I'm always afraid of him just because of uh, the foul trouble that he seems to get into frequently. Yeah, and at the end of the day, he's going to be on uh, you know, a little bit of Carmelo Anthony. If there's one thing Carmelo's always been good at throughout his career, it's drawing fouls on guys. Yep. All right. Let's keep it going. Four games left, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time game. Sacramento Kings traveling to Dallas, take on – the Mavericks, and uh, you know this is going to be a special game because Luca is expected to be back. So uh, on the injury report, questionable, but as far as all I read throughout the beat writers and everything else, he's expected to play, and Delon Wright is also probable. As far as the Kings, we still have Marvin Bagley out, Rashawn Holmes, Alex Len all out, Jabari Parker questionable. I'd be shocked to see him play. Hasn't played in a while. What are those circumstances where it's just so close to the All Star break? Why would you play the guy at this point? But We'll see. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, actually, I lied. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. So uh, take your pick on this side, on wherever you want to start, as far as, as, far as Sacramento or Dallas. Um, let me know if anything really just kind of pops off the page and stands out to you. Um, there's nothing crazy here for me. 
Uh, the fact that Luca's coming back in, a lot of the <clears throat> backcourt of Dallas is overpriced because of, you know, if they're pretty much priced at if, as if he wasn't playing. Um, so I don't have a tennis interest on that side of the ball. Um, I mean, it will be interesting to see what they're going to say about Luka Doncic and his uh, minutes restrictions or if he has any. I mean, if he doesn't have any, but I imagine he will, he would be uh, a pretty good price tag for him because usually he's up uh, above that eleven or above that 10,000 mark. Um, and then on the other side of the ball, though, I don't mind looking at uh, Belicia um, just because we know he's going to get a bunch of minutes in the front court. Um but besides that, I mean, I, I always like De'Aaron Fox as well. Uh, 7700 that's a fair price tag for him. Otherwise, I'm not going to be looking to too much more here. You hit the nail on the head, man. Uh, I can't. I couldn't have said it any better myself. Not really touching anything on Dallas with all of them being priced up, with Luka being out. If Luka is not under any minutes restriction, that's a great price tag for him. I expect him to kind of face at least some sort of minutes restriction, though. And then on the Sacramento side, it's just Belizia, and it's just going to be uh, Darren Fox for me. Darren Fox is always on my player radar. Uh, just knowing that he's played well against his team, 56 DK points, the first matchup, 7,700 is great price tag, coming off of a great game. So I'll have some interest over there as well. I'm ready to move on, though. All right, let's do it. Next one. Miami Heat traveling to Utah to take on the Jazz. So Jimmy Butler returned in that last one from that shoulder injury that he's been dealing with. Something that's kind of plagued him for a little while. Tyler Hero, though, ruled out of this one. Myers Leonard's still dealing with that injury. He's going to be out for a little while. Uh, that's the only major news over there. As far as Utah, uh, we have Mike Conley dealing with an illness. He's questionable. He sat out that last game for rest. Uh, you know, Maybe the rest was more geared towards him being a little under the weather as well. And Ed Davis was ruled out of that one, but he's probable for this one. So how are you attacking this one? So, yeah, I was going to say if uh, Mike Cully didn't have that illness tag there, I was going to have interest in him. I did have interest in him last time, and then he did get ruled out uh, kind of last minute there. Uh, and it, it kind of stung because, I mean, I still played it on DraftKings, so I could go change him, but a bunch of other games had started already, so I didn't quite have the player selection that I would have liked to have had. Um, and then on the Utah side, um, I mean, Donovan Mitchell, I think, is in play as well. But I imagine he's going to be getting some uh, Jimmy Butler defense. So that's not anything great for us to be targeting, I guess. Um, but let's see here. I like Goran Dragic at 5,700 with uh, Heroo. I feel like he's going to get some more run. And then if Mike Conley doesn't play, I think I might actually have some uh, interest in Jordan Clarkson, even though he is at 5,300. Uh, he's been having some great games of late. And, I mean, if he can keep that streak going, uh, that'd be awesome. But otherwise, looking further down the list here, uh, Kendrick Nunn, 5,100. Uh, I mean, I was going to him while Butler was out, and I mean, he wasn't really doing much for us then, and I don't think he's going to do much for us now, so I'm going to avoid that. Um, I might actually have a little interest in Jay Crowder, but they are going against a much better defense this time, so I don't think he'll repeat what he did last game. Um, but yeah, what about you? What you got? What? Uh, I mean, I I just I think that Clarkson deal at the uh... – you know, earlier in the season, that was fantastic. He's been nothing but, you know, just unreal since he's been over there in Utah. Just the way they've been winning games, the way he steps up when Conley's out. 
Um, I think that's a good call, 5,300. If you can keep that streak going, you're kind of hoping that you could ride that hot streak. So I, w- I wouldn't trust it in cash games when you're riding a hot streak. But if you want to look at them in GPPs, if comedy's out, I don't mind it. Uh, otherwise, I probably won't be going to much over there. Uh, Mitchell, 7,300. It's a fair price tag. It's not a matchup I want to target. Uh, and, you know, Gobert, AK, again, fair price tag. But we talked about so many other centers already, so I probably won't get to him. As far as the Miami side goes... Don't think I'll get the Butler. Don't think I'll get the Bam in this matchup. Don't mind Crowder. 5,100, I think it's a fair price tag if he's going to keep playing 30-plus minutes. It's against his former team as well. I know he's played at a lot of places, but uh, take that for what it's worth. I just like what he's been doing over there since being in Miami. He's been getting fair usage. He's not been afraid uh, to shoot. So that's probably it, though. Got All right. Juicier game coming up on this one. Uh, we have exactly. Golden State traveling to Phoenix, taking on the Suns. This is a game that we're definitely going to want some ownership into compared to the other ones that we just talked about. Uh, as far as injuries are concerned, for the Warriors, uh, Kevon Looney still, going to, or, I'm sorry, still questionable. So he's returning soon, but he's been in and out for the lineup for a little bit this season, kind of dealing with a few lingering injuries here and there. So wouldn't expect him back before the All Star break, and that's it. I mean, you know, obviously Clay and Curry are still out. And we're looking over on Phoenix, big injury that we have to monitor. DeAndre Ayton is questionable, dealing with some left ankle soreness. Aaron Baines still ruled out. Frank Kaminsky and Dario Sarge still out. So if all those guys are ruled out, they're going to be very limited in the front court. Uh, but like I said, we got a lot to look at here. Where are you starting? Um, yeah, I'm going to just touch on if DeAndre Ayton is ruled out. I think I'd have uh, a lot more interest in Kelly Oubre Jr. just because uh, he is one of those guys who can go out there and uh, rack up some rebounds. So with uh, Ian Out, I'd imagine that he's going to get fall more into kind of that role there. And uh, he's the guy who can't get a double-double with boards. So I'd have some interest in him. Um, I do always like him, though, when he is below that 7K mark. But 7,200, if Ian's out, this is a great spot for him. And then on this side of the ball as well, let's have a look here. They've really priced up Mikael Bridgers now, eh? Yeah, steals machine, man. Uh, you know, D and three guy, and when he's not, when his shots falling, the shots falling. Uh, he's one of those guys. He's kind of like, a, you know, like a like a Trevor Ariza esque type player. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I would get to him at that price tag. It's a little too high for me. Uh, but <clears throat> I would have interest in Devin Booker in this matchup. Uh, Eighty four hundred. I mean, that's a usually kind of pretty common price tag area for him, and I think this is a great matchup for him. So we know what he can do. He can go out there and get you 75 fantasy points on a night. So, I mean, I mean, he doesn't do it all the time, obviously, but he has that ceiling. Um, so I like him here. And then on the other side of the ball, I wouldn't mind having a look maybe at... Actually, yeah, on the other side, I'm not sure if I'm crazy about anybody. Uh, what about you? Um, for Golden State, uh, it's it's going to be a solid matchup. I mean, uh, it depends on what we see with the starting lineup. You know, we saw a little bit more of Point Draymond in that last one. Bowman was really limited to 15 minutes. That kind of hurt me. I had a fair amount of Bowman. Hoping that we could get one of those other yeah. you know, high 20 minute games. So I'm going to be monitoring that news, kind of seeing how they go, how they play that. Um, you know, they could get they could get away with the Point Draymond if they really want to. Uh, you know, they, they, they were able to do it against Miami and Miami, you know, pretty guard centric offense. So we shall see. 
Uh, probably going to keep me from playing Bowman in any sort of cash games, and I'll probably have very limited shares to him in tournaments just because I'm not too confident in him at this point. Don't mind looking at a little bit of Andrew Wiggins, 7,600. He's getting a little bit more acclimated in the offense, getting adjusted. I expect him to come out here and try to you know, take a fair amount of shots against this Phoenix team. He's played well against them earlier in the season when he was over there in Minnesota. Uh, Draymond, I don't think I'll end up getting to too much of him. It's kind of that, you know, that other thing. If I know he's playing more point guard, he's going to be a lot, lot less aggressive on offense. He's not going to be spotting up there on the three-point line. Ball in his hands, you can pretty much just expect you know, high-volume assist, high-volume rebounds, very little defense, very little shot attempts. That's kind of the transition he takes when he plays a little bit more of that point guard role. Uh, but if Bowman is limited, the guy that kind of stepped up and he would be the value player would be Jordan Poole. So do I love him? No. But if one of those guys is going to play 30-plus minutes, so if you're taking shots and you want to alternate and maybe hedge your bet, if you're playing Bowman in one lineup, you could do a direct swap out you know, and play Poole at only $100 less than the other. I'd expect one of those guys to get a fair amount of minutes. But I'm going to be looking more or less on that Phoenix side of the ball. That's where my interest is. I thought, you know, you touched on Uber. He came off of the bench in the last one, very limited minutes. Uh, but that was a punishment, so I wouldn't read into that too much. He was—he actually missed the team bus, so he kind of, you know, and, and he respected Monty Williams's call and kind of taken him off the bench and, you know, took his punishment off the chin. So I'd expect him back in the starting lineup. I think 7,200 in this matchup, more than a fair price tag. Pace, the defense, everything bodes well for him. Uh, you know, two played him twice already this season, played 27 minutes in those down performances. Uh, but I expect a solid bounce-back game in this one. And then if all these centers are going to be out, we have to look at Check Diallo. Yes, he's priced up at 5K, but he played 39 minutes in the last one. If he's going to play heavy minutes, if he's the only big man left, I have no issues looking at him. I expect him to get decent running. Um, and I'm sorry, I, I glanced right over him. Uh, Marquise Chris, definitely going to be looking at Chris. Uh, he's been playing well, and this is just that revenge narrative. When you talk about a guy that might take a revenge narrative, it's Marquise Chris. Very young, very emotional type player going against a team that basically gave up on him fairly quickly. So I, I expect him to want to get up against this uh, Phoenix team uh, in, in Phoenix. So um, that's probably how I'm going to break down this game. So, again, just a quick brush over. If I'm looking at it, it's going to be one of Bowman, one of uh, one of Poole, kind of alternating those guys in my GPPs. I'll look at Chris. He's definitely cash and GPP viable. Prefer him over Draymond Green. Slight shares of Wiggins. And then over there on the Phoenix side of the ball, it's going to be check the outlaw if the centers are out, and it's going to be Devin Booker for me and a little bit of Kelly Oubre. Won't be getting too much Rubio. Won't be getting too much Bridges. Yeah, I like a breakdown there, and yeah. Marquise Chris, yeah, I would have interest in him, uh, especially more interest too if Aiden is real though. Oh yeah, it was pickings for him, and you know he's, his mouth's gonna be watering, wanting to show up against that team. Yep. All right, man. One game left. We're we're cruising, man. This has been, I think, we're like fifty minutes or so, like right now, forty-five cruising. Oh wow, cruising. Last game of the night, L.A. Lakers traveling to Denver take on the Nuggets. So uh, as far as the Nuggets injuries, Will Barton is out. Uh, Mason Plumby is still out. P.J. Dozier is probable. Michael Porter Jr. is still out. And then looking at the Lakers, Anthony Davis probable. He'll be on the injury report for the rest of his life. He might as well be a bull. Uh, and that's basically all we need to you know worry about as far as the Lakers. No real injuries. So uh, anybody standing out, this is going to be a fun real basketball game, fun competitive game to watch. Um, you know, one maybe worth staying out for if you're on the West Coast. But uh I don't know about as far as fantasy. Where are you at with it? Yeah, uh, I have that same kind of feeling. I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm just kind of thinking of all the matchups and everything, and I just it's it's not something that's really great because both these teams are good defensively. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, Jamal Murray was having some great games with Will Barton being out. Um, but he is going against a much better uh, defensive backcourt here. So I don't know how much I'll get to him, but that's he's one of the players I'm looking at that I might have some interest in. Otherwise, um, I'm not sure if I'm uh, big on anybody else in this game. What about you? Uh, as far as the Lakers go, so I'll start with the away team. Um, one guy that's kind of popping off the page I do have a little interest in is going to be Rondo. Seeing a direct correlation, basically supplanted Caruso. Uh, in the rotation, took a lot of his minutes, came out there, played well in that last one, saw a nice a nice smooth 27 minutes, put up 40 DK points. So if he's going to be playing in the mid to high 20s at 4,500, I'll have some interest in him. Uh, I, you know, I don't I don't mind looking at a guy like LeBron in these competitive games. Um, you know, will I get a ton of them? Probably not. I do prefer Trey Young over him. I do prefer Towns over him. So that's kind of where I'm where I'm with those guys. If you're, maybe if you're playing one of these later slate turbo slates. Uh, you know, then then you might want to take a look at him. I do prefer him over Davis. Uh, won't be getting to too much else over there as far as uh, as far as the Lakers are concerned. Looking at Denver, I'm going to keep my eye on Jamal Murray. I mean, he came out and balled in that second half last game. He's been on fire as of late, but he rolled his ankle again. He's been dealing with ankle injuries over the past few weeks. Uh, anybody that rolls their ankle in basketball knows that thing swells up the next day. Yes, he's had an extra day off, but it's something worth noting, something worth monitoring. It's going to be a tough defensive matchup as it is, but if I prefer anybody, I would much prefer uh, Murray over Jokic in this matchup. Just knowing Jokic is going to have his hands full with that front court with AD, JaVale, and Dwight Howard. Um, that's kind of how I'd approach it. And just, you know, I don't want to get to either one of those guys too much, but I would definitely prefer Murray over him. Um, and that's probably it for me. I'm not going to be going to too much Paul Millsap, knowing that he's still going to be on a little bit of a minutes restriction and coming back off that injury. Uh, and you know everybody else kind of chopping up minutes with some new bodies like McCray coming in taking some usage off the bench. Yeah, I'd have more interest in Millsap if uh, it wasn't this uh, matchup. Yeah, not a good matchup either. Who wants to go against Anthony Davis? Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, I want to go against uh, any of those three big guys in the front court. That's it, man. Grinded through this thing. 49 minutes. And we are done. So, uh, you know, nice little fun Set card. Set records almost. Dude, that's what we do. Yeah, you know, I knew uh, I knew. I called you in from the bullpen, gave the tap on the wrist. I said, I need, I need to get Miles in here. Last minute call, you jumped on, took one for the team, filling in for coach. So I do appreciate that. I'm sure all of our listeners do. Always bringing a little bit of yourself on here. Uh, I've been taking some jabs at you lately. I hope you've been, I hope you've been listening. Uh, I've heard uh, I've heard a few of them. Oh, good man! I heard the, I heard the, I heard the I heard the snitch one, <laughs> but I, I gotta say I ain't no snitch because I come right, right to your face. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> I can't I can't argue for that one. Uh, but you know that's my own fault for kind of bringing it up in the first place. And you know you're just going out and doing your research like we always ask you to do. You do a good job at it, and you dug a little too deep on that one for me, man. So I I had to take a quick little jab. Nothing personal. Just all loving games over here, man. I'm always happy to have you on the show, and uh, I love I love having you here, man. You're doing some good things, uh, you know, building a nice name for yourself. You're always providing some good knowledge. You're coming to a go-to source. I've been listening to you every Sunday morning over there with Andrew. So uh, happy to have you, man. Keep crushing. Uh, you know, we're we're taking jabs. It's always loving. It's a good thing. You hear me? You know, it's I gotta take I think, yeah, a little bit yeah. more at it's Andrew. It's always it's always in good fun. I know that. <laughs> I say yeah. Uh, I say last time though we did have that bet. Do you remember the bet? Oh please, I don't remember half the bets I make. Remind me. <laughs> uh, it was you had Anne Freen Simons over. Um, I think it was Dorian Finney Smith, 
And then I'd, I'd even said I like Gary Trent more than I like Prince Adam. So they both this. went out yeah. there and clobbered him. Uh, yeah, I get, I'm, get, I'm <laughs> guessing you have this one written down on a sticky note for this is oh, for a while. I, I, it, it's, it's in the back of my head there. I don't use sticky notes. It's, <laughs> it's, in, the, it's in the noggin. All right. Way. My bets have been too high lately for me. I mean, my lineups have been doing well. Uh, my personal bets have not been doing too well. So I've been taking a couple off each other. Are you... Are you down right now? I think I'm chasing uh, one. I think that's probably why Coach took the night off because he knows that All-Star break's coming up. We're not really going to be able to do a show together on Friday. So, uh, you know, I I, I see his tactics. I see his moves. I'm on (laughs) to him now. Uh, You know, listeners know. Listeners know he's, you know, faking the quaff uh, just so we get the night off. But uh, it was fun. I'll be on tomorrow night. Um, I'll be on the next two nights. So tomorrow night, back-to-back nights, I'll be uh, breaking down the Thursday and Friday night card. Uh, with Andrew, so looking forward to that. You'll be back on with Andrew on the uh, on the Saturday night card. So all all three of us getting some good work in. While Coach gets pampered, puts his feet up, faking sick so he can get the night off. Uh, you know whatever it is, eating his eating his milk and cookies, watching the Mavericks game tomorrow night. So you no know, good for him. Uh, he's always grinding. He kind of fills in for me on some of these Sunday night cards when I need a night off and got to get ready for work in the morning he's always there for me so can't break his stones too hard but if you guys have a quick second please go give us a rate and review thumbs up on itunes five stars all over the place youtube's i uh youtube itunes stitcher spotify podbean iheart we're all over the place uh and then follow our our splendid hosts over here on twitter you can find me at mike apatria that's m-i-k-e-a-p-o-t-r-i-a you can find miles at miles six five six five that's m-y-l-e-s six five six five you can find Coach at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And you can find Andrew at Language Olympic, L-A-N-G-U-A-G-E-O-L-Y-M-P-I-C. Uh, that's all we got for you guys. Any final words before I close this out over here, Miles? Uh, just, you know, uh, follow everything right up to lock there tomorrow because that's what we always say. Listen to this pod, then follow the news right to lock because we don't want to get any of those uh, goose eggs. And then otherwise, you know, just have fun and good luck. Absolutely, guys. Good luck uh, over here at Hoopball, over here for me and Miles. We wish you guys the best of luck. We're looking to crush it with you. Let's take down one of these GPP guys. This has been a Hoopball presentation.